Episode 6, Definite Purpose Podcast. Sleep. The thing that may save your life. Sleep is something that we all need. We almost have it. None of us have enough. Can you get too much? Can you live on not enough? Will it really help heal your body? What do the experts say? These are some of the things we're going to get into today. If you've ever wondered how to increase your performance... And if you're seeking knowledge, welcome to the spot. My name is Travis, and we're here to deep dive into sleep today. Something that you may have, or maybe you need more. Sleep is primarily regulated by the central nervous system, and more specifically by a complex network of structures and processes within the brain. This network includes the hypothalamus, the thalamus, pineal gland, and various neurotransmitters, such as serotonin and melatonin, that play an essential role in controlling sleep-wake cycles and maintaining a healthy sleep pattern. Additionally, the automatic nervous system and circadian rhythms also influence the sleep-wake cycle. If you don't know about their circadian rhythms, we'll have to talk about that on a different episode deeply. Basically, you want to align your body with the cycle of the earth. That cycle revolves around day and night, and humans move more efficiently during the daytime, just naturally because the sun is up and our bodies are powered by the sun. Here are five key points about sleep. Number one, physical health and well-being. Adequate sleep is essential for overall physical health. It allows the body to repair and rejuvenate tissues, regulate hormones, and strengthen the immune system. Lack of sleep has been linked to various health issues, including risk of chronic disease like obesity, diabetes, heart disease, and hypertension. Mental health and cognitive function. Quality sleep is crucial for optimal brain function. It enhances cognitive abilities such as memory, problem solving, creativity, and decision making. If you've ever had a day at work where you didn't get enough sleep the night before, it might have been a hard day at work. Sleep deficiency can lead to mood disorders like depression and anxiety and exacerbate existing mental health conditions. So to maintain your top game, get your 8 hours of sleep. Emotional regulation and stress management. Number 3. Sleep plays a vital role in emotional well-being. It helps regulate emotions, reduces your ability and improves stress resilience. Sleep deprivation can lead to mood swings, heightened emotional reactivity, and decreased ability to cope with life's challenges. Boy, you're telling the truth right there. If you've ever dealt with any of those, sleep is going to rejuvenate your brain, make you feel like you're whole again. Lack of sleep can make you like a toddler. You might lay down on the floor and have a tantrum. Get your sleep. You're going to feel better. Number four, productivity and performance. Adequate sleep is a cornerstone of productivity and performance in both personal and professional life. Well-rested individuals are more focused, alert, and efficient, leading to improved job performance and better decision-making. Number five, safety and accident prevention. Sleep deprivation impairs cognitive functions and reaction times increasing the risk of accidents 
especially while driving or operating machinery. Discuss the importance of getting enough sleep to ensure safety, not just for oneself, but also for others as well. Sleep has been likened to alcohol with the way it reduces your reaction times behind the wheel. This is for bonus, improving sleep hygiene. How you sleep is one thing. Where you sleep is one thing. But are you clean? And is where you sleep clean? Doing your utmost to have a clean environment will give you a deep, restful night. If you are sleeping with a dirty body, dirty clothes, or dirty bedding, you're not going to get an efficient sleep. Cleanliness is next to godliness. And so for your prime, restful period, do your utmost to improve your sleep hygiene. Clean your sheets. Clean your sheets. Clean your bedding. Make sure you always wash before getting in the bed. Put your body in a state of ease. And a state of ease is going to promote more vitality and more life. One thing I do to improve my sleep is I listen to things at night. Whether it be the sounds of this fountain in the background or... Sometimes I use binaural beats, otherwise known as brain frequencies, to help put our brain in a rhythm closer to that of a natural sleep pattern. By doing this, I'm relaxing my body and entering the deeper phases of sleep more effectively and efficiently. These frequencies come in our ears and they help our brain slow down and enter the stages of sleep. Let's go over these stages now. Slowing down the brain waves is a natural part of the sleep cycle and is associated with different stages of sleep. Here's what happens. When we are in wakeful state, beta waves are in our brain. This electrical function is keeping us alert and our brain has high frequency, low amplitude waves associated with thinking problem solving, and conscientiousness. As we transition into sleep, we enter the alpha and theta waves. As we start to relax and transition from wakefulness to sleep, our brain waves shift to alpha and then theta waves. Alpha waves are associated with the relaxation and a calm, alert state, while theta waves are slower and often present during the early stages of light sleep and drowsiness. As we are in light sleep, These are called theta. The theta waves are when we first may be able to imagine you're entering your dreams. You may experience fleeting thoughts and imagery. Kind of going in and out of sleep. This is when you're entering the delta wave sleep. Slow wave sleep cycle. Deep sleep. Stage three and four sleep. You're getting lower and lower into the sleep patterns. The slowest and highest amplitude brain waves are delta. This is essential for physical and mental restoration. It is when the body repairs tissue, strengthens the immune system, and consolidates memories. Next is REM sleep, the rapid eye movement, when we are actually having the dreams. This rapid eye movement is a brain pattern that resembles wakefulness including theta or beta, but it's actually, this is where you're dreaming and having the most repair done during the night. 
We go through these cycles multiple times through the night, each cycle lasting about 90 minutes. As the night progresses, the time spent in REM sleep typically increases while the time spent in deep, slow-wave sleep decreases. The cycle of sleep stages is essential for maintaining overall health and cognitive function. Notice that keeps coming up. Overall health and cognitive function. We want to have a healthy body, top to bottom, and we want to have cognitive function. Using your brain is different than having a brain. Everyone has a brain, but some people don't know how to use it. If you don't rest your brain properly, feed it properly, or treat it properly, it's never going to be able to treat you properly. And since it's the only brain we have, I recommend that you take care of it the best you can, because you're not going to get another one. No one knows how all this works. No one knows. It's all a guess. This is the best science we have to date. But it's been proven that without sleep, you basically become a vegetable. Your brain will stop functioning. And nobody on this podcast needs anything resembling that. We want high function, high vibration, high life. Carl Jung, a Swiss psychoanalyst and psychiatrist, made significant contributions in the field of psychology, including his work on dream analysis. Jung's views on dreams diverged from those of Sigmund Freud, and he developed his own approach to understanding the meaning and significance. I'm going to read this paragraph about Dr. Carl Jung. Dreams as a path to the unconscious. Jung viewed dreams as a gateway to the unconscious mind. He believed that dreams contained symbols, images, and themes that can provide insight into a person's psyche and the deeper aspects of their personality. Archetypal symbols. Jung introduced the concept of archetypes, which are universal symbols and themes that appear in myths, legends, and dreams across cultures and time periods. He argued that dream symbols often have archetypal meaning and can tap into collective unconsciousness, a shared reservoir of human experiences and symbols. The individualization of dreams was achieved through the process of becoming one's true self and fulfilling one's potential. He believed that dreams can die Dreams can guide individuals toward self-discovery and personal growth. Young suggests that dreams can serve as a form of compensation for conscious attitudes and tendencies. For example, if a person is overly focused on one aspect of their personality, their dreams might represent their dreams may present contrasting or complementary elements to restore balance. Young encouraged individuals to integrate the insights gained from dream analysis into their conscious life by recognizing and understanding the message from their dreams people could achieve great great harmony and self-awareness young used the technique of amplification to explore dream symbols further this involved comparing dream symbols to cultural and historical references young distinguished between the personal unconscious unique to each individual, and the collective unconscious, shared by all humans, which he believed was the source of archetypal symbols found in dreams. The oneness that connects us all. That's the conscious, collective, that we are part of. We are all part of the same thing. 
Whether you believe it or not, that's up to you. But the dreams, they show up in different ways for different people. And when two different people have the same or similar dreams around the world over and over again, it shows that we are all interconnected. This whole system of Earth with all the humans and all the lives are all connected as one. Whether we can see it or not, each thing we do, as we do to ourselves, we do to another. So in our dreams, we may be able to have foresight into the future, or may have some deep-seated problem-solving that may occur at night in our dream. One way we can have more impact with our dreams is writing them down in the morning. This is something that many people do. Also, before we go to bed at night, recapping the day, going over the wins and things that we did that were well that we'd like to repeat again, and observing where we fell short and ways we can improve. Sometimes at night we can resolve some of those problems. Right before we fall asleep, we replay our whole day backwards, remembering where we had those ups and downs, and we can program our mind for future success by eliminating some of the things that we notice in our performance that were not ideal. Dreams are just thinking in a very different biochemical state, a very different brain state. While sleeping, we continue to think about all of our usual thoughts and concerns and hopes and fears, our loved ones and distant past, and plans for the future. While we keep a dream journal in the morning, we're going to be able to take track and really make a pattern or see or decode some of our nighttime thoughts. This can help decipher complicated emotions, figuring out what your dreams are really representing, Writing down our dreams can help invent creative solutions. We can come up with things in our sleep that we wouldn't have normally thought of during the day. Getting these thoughts down on paper can aid with our self-care and help manage our emotions. Any kind of journal is basically you, a writing instrument, and some kind of paper. Phone, computer, you pick your medium. When you write down these thoughts and you get them out of your head, you're allowed to think about more clear thoughts. You can be more intentional. You can really create your world by being intentional with your thoughts. When you set your intentions before bed, you're going to be able to actually stimulate your brain. It stimulates the dreaming process. Short sleepers do not recall nearly as many dreams as long sleepers. If you've ever been on a trip and there's a bunch of people in a room, you'll notice that some of them fall asleep within a few minutes, and then others take 20 to 30 minutes to fall asleep. This will be the difference of a long-term or short-term sleeper. The people that take longer to fall asleep generally require more sleep through the night. A short-term sleeper falls asleep faster and doesn't require as much sleep during the night. I think you're born this way. I don't think there's a way to change that. If you're enjoying what you're learning on these podcasts, I thank you for following along on this journey. Follow me more on Excellent Life Media. I do YouTube videos, Instagram, and many other social media platforms.
on my Instagram link tree, there's a button to connect with me. Reach out, offering one-on-one sessions and breakthrough sessions for people that really want to go far and understand the deeper processes of the mind. How to create your life. How to create new. How to use your mind effectively. How to release trauma, fear, grief. How to release the negative from your mind. How to do a hard reset. What you're becoming today is what you imagine. Keep your mind focused on your future self. Keep your mind focused on what you want to happen and imagine the best possible outcome for all things. This is one simple, effective way to achieve greatness. Thank you for listening to this episode of Definite Purpose Podcast. Brought to you by Excellent Life Media. My name is Travis Mills. We'll see you next week.